Gufanti. Hello, Gufanti. Welcome to Gufanti Burnett. Welcome. I am Emily. I am Fee. And we have Pete on sound. You guys can call me Fat Fee, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I gained oh, no. a lot of fucking weight. No, you didn't. And this is the problem with women in 2019 no, no, no. and Instagram. I stepped on the scale today, and I was so happy because I was like, I've been eating cookies every night. I've been yeah. eating like crazy. How many? I stepped on the scale. It was on a rug. So it said that I weighed like 110 pounds. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, Thank what God. am I going to tell people? Like, my metabolism is so fast. Yeah. So then I looked at it and I was like, that can't be right. Like, I've never weighed 110 pounds in my life. So I moved it. I gained like a lot of weight. How much? You don't have to tell us your original or your end. But I gained 10 pounds. Okay. That's, that's a solid amount of weight to gain. Yeah, it is. That's a lot. It's, I've been eating things like marshmallows, you know, like what's even in a marshmallow? Like, yeah, like glue? You're, you're eating like, it because it's in a marshmallow. You're eating it because it's there. Not because yeah. you want it. And like I'm full and I'm still stuffing my face. Right. And then like I'll be sitting right across from Dominic. You know, Dom my brother Dominic, he has like severe OCD and he'll be like weighing his food. Like he'll be like weighing his cinnamon and I'm like pounding marshmallows. Yeah, but you know what? That You and I are the same about this. We get into phases where you're either like full fat mode or you're like being real clean and keto. I know. It's like And this I've, is what, and can I say, can I just say you stepped out of the car. Sophia drove into the city today. I parked your car. Wait, of looks course. looks good on me. You got out of the car and I was like, "Sophia, you look you awesome." You did. And I could tell by the way you looked at me that you meant it. I did because like I think that it's fair to say that at times when you were on keto, especially when you were with your ex, like you were a little too skinny. Well, it's keto, nice. you I have feel fat like ass. Keto, I think, is a really solid diet for a little bit, you a know? Cleanse. Like, and if you don't know what keto is, it's like a high protein, high fat diet. And yeah. I don't really know, like, I did lose a lot of weight, like water weight, but I lost more weight than ever when I was doing like a caloric diet. But I, I don't think that keto is really like the right diet no, and for me plenty long of, term. And it made my cholesterol go sky high. Yeah, there are the lots of articles that will tell you not to do keto long term. By the way, if you're watching this, we have a guitar in between us it's on the couch. It's rock and Today's episode <laughs> It's of a Gufanti. rock and roll kind of episode. It's a yeah. rock and roll episode. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a giant like $3,000 guitar sitting between us. I do want to say though, like I always made fun of Dominic like for his rich and stuff like his terrible OCD because he would do crazy things yeah. like he was like upset with like his sweat and everything so he would like try and he would like put his hand by the refrigerator and it would be like <laughs> yeah. you would you saw him do yeah. this before and he would be like drying his armpit like I'm sorry Dominic for talking about this but like no he, he, he would lean he on the refrigerator thing, like, he didn't like to sweat or be wet or at, at all? I actually can totally relate. If you ask John, there was like one morning where he was up at the same time as me and I was getting ready for work. And to be fair, I had just come back from a run. But for some reason, whenever I run in the morning and then shower and get out of the shower, I will be dripping wet yeah. until I get to work. Like just profusely sweating the whole time. But and you're so in John, the city. Like that makes sense. Especially no, in Warren. City. In Warren too. You're just sweaty. I'm just sweaty. And so there was one morning where John saw like I was eating my breakfast out, like after my shower and and I was sitting in front of the air conditioner with my face against it as I ate my breakfast because I needed to be cool and not wet. And so I was eating yogurt naked in front of the air conditioner like this oh my two God. inches from my face. You're that, like, see, like, if I have, like, a, like, I'm always sweating. Like, I'm sweating a little bit right now. But it doesn't, like, upset me enough to, like, just, like, stand by the fridge and dry out my armpit. You, you want to know why it really upsets me? And then, like, I, I even, I'm sorry. Like, I even remember, like, he dried his armpit. And then he put the napkin back on the table. And, like, I literally wiped my mouth with it. He does the same thing with hair. Like, if there's hair on his body, he wipes it off, and he folds it back up. I can tell you've been living at home a little bit too yeah. long now, and all of the people you live with are starting <laughs> to really bother you. So bad. It's because you live with them. That's why. You wouldn't have said anything about Dominic when you were still living with Gabby. You're right, because it wasn't bothering me at all. Because you don't have to deal with it. The toothpaste thing, Em? What's the, the toothpaste? toothpaste thing? He has, he's taking up the whole bathroom with toothpaste, like different ones for cavities, ones for whitening, ones like a, like a, Is an that all purpose. Real? Is and he stacks it on top of his toothbrush. I'm not even kidding. He stacks each toothpaste on top of the toothbrush and then he tongue scrapes and I hear him like throwing up. Oh my God, John Like does he's that literally too. like throwing up. He's Russell like, does that? It's too much though. No, I'm like, Come I, on. there have been like two times when John's brushing his teeth and I hear like, Egh! and I'm like, what? 
I, I come over, I'm like, baby, are you okay? You, you don't need to gag yourself. Up? Your tongue, like, you could scrape your tongue without gagging yourself. I know. I do it I'm day. the one with post-nasal drip and tonsil stones, and I don't even do that. Like, yeah. I just do a quick brush, and I'm out the door. But maybe it's because they've never had a cock in their mouth. So, <laughs> <laughs> so their gag reflex is a little weak. Okay, and last thing about Dominic. Okay, and then, and then move moving on. on. I know, and I, I can't even help it. It's just been, like, Go so ahead, crazy. Go get it out, Vent. I walked in, because we all use my parents' shower. Like, mm. we just all use the same one and Dominic is laying on the bed like he like literally made a quilt of towels all over my parents bed and he's butt ass naked drying by the window all three of the windows are open and he's drying <laughs> and I'm like what the fuck why am I looking at this 27 year old man air drying honestly and I then have he has to lay on the bed and flip over I have dry. major respect for him because I could never carry out like I have habits that are like yeah. The only reason they're able to flourish is because I now live alone. I could never have the wherewithal to be in my parents' house and like carry out habits like that. No. So bless him. No, and my parents don't even say anything about it. Because it's actually, just life. But it's like if you have OCD, and now we're going to talk about a mental illness because that's what OCD is. If your parents don't like put like smack you into place, and you're a grown man, like they should. It's only making your OCD worse. Rituals yeah, are but good no, to an not extent. In, not in 2019. In 2019, OCD is taken very... You have to, like, tiptoe around it when people have, like, serious OCD. Yeah, but it's like... In my opinion, it should be a slap a in the face. thing? No, we I mean... We can't blame the parents. I know that's a... The guitar. Not the guitar. You can't blame the parents, but I also think, like, if you're not going to say any... Like, if you're going to tiptoe around it, it's only going to make th make it worse for them. I agree. Like, for example... Oh, I shouldn't... I'm not going to talk about this. I <laughs> I think that... Doesn't it make you sad that you have to tiptoe around OCD yeah, like you're doing right well, now? Well, my brother has OCD. Yeah, Actually, so two mine. of my older brothers have OCD. My mother has my OCD. My mom, like, fully enables it. Yeah. And I'm really... I feel like if there's any chance they're listening, but they know it's true. Yeah. My mom enables it. And I feel like the best way to get rid of some... If you're... It's not like they're not aware. They're aware that they have it. And I'm like, if you are aware that you have this... Shouldn't you know that someone catering to it is not going to help you get over it? Well, but yeah. I guess you can't really apply I that to everything. I think if one of the parents has it, though, and they can relate to it. It's well, see, no, my dad has OCD. So he, but he doesn't recognize that he has it. Oh, no, that's so even he's worse. he's hard on that's my so brother's bad. versions of it because they all have their own different version. But I have so a little bit of OCD. I have a weird thing where, like, if I say something that like I think was wrong, I'll have to run to the nearest wood, <laughs> actual wood, and knock that's three times in groups though. of three. Isn't that OCD? No, It'll ruin my day if no, I don't. that's superstitious. Like okay. OCD, like my mom dips her foot into. I'm so <laughs> my mom gets so embarrassed about it, but she dips her foot into her shoe like a couple times <laughs> before she could put it on, and she'll like dip her hand into a sleeve. <laughs> <before she> <laughs> Her drying, like uh, the drying, oh. the drying thing. Well, I guess maybe you do because you have a drying thing too. I have a drying thing where like as soon as I get out of the shower, if I am not instantly dry, I'm very upset. See, I wish I had a little bit of OCD because I am the least regimented person. Like every morning oh. and day is different for me. Like the only thing that is the same is food. Like I have my, mm. I have to have a huge breakfast in the morning, but that's it. Like I feel like I'd be better off if I had more rituals. I, I Rituals are good. I'm to a an ritualistic extent. girl. Um, I need I need my rituals. But I was going to say also that the sweat bothers me because if I wash a shirt and then I put it on and immediately start sweating, I'm very upset because I just washed it. Well, you just, John and I just took our laundry to his parents' apartment and like washed all of our sheets and our clothes and our towels. Like and this and this morning I put a freshly, it smelled like literally Febreze made my shirt. Like for me, that's like the, the feeling of when you put on clean underwear and then you immediately Instantly get a shit discharge. stain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or a shit stain. What's up, Pete? <laughs> hey, Pete. <laughs> He's like, there's Goofanti. Yeah, there they are. There they are. They, got, they, they haven't been gross yet. Speaking of shit, let's get there. Okay, okay um, good. I was so, nervous. Yeah, so we haven't talked about it yet. It's time. <laughs> Um, so it's like welcome week at NYU. So like all the new freshmen are coming in. Yeah. And last night I was in the East Village because I had a meeting with someone. Um, and then after I left the meeting, I instantly had to shit so bad. Like 
I think my body it was, was like, emergency. you're alone now. And it became a big oh, emergency. Yeah. But in New York City, like, where are you going to shit? I don't live downtown yeah. anymore. I live up here. So, like, where was I going to shit? That's the number one perk of going to NYU. Pete's nodding you his head. You get to shit in an NYU bathroom? Well, all the NYU buildings, you just flash your ID. You go in and you shit. It's oh a free toilet. Oh, my God. And they're, they're good. You can get a private bathroom. Like, if you know your buildings, you can get a nice shitting experience. That's fucked up because I literally work at Macy's and the nearest bathroom is still, I work there, I'm an employee, is still like 10 minutes away. Yeah, like, that is everybody in retail has a UTI because like there is no bathroom near. And you have to hold it on. I have to hold it in all day. I rather you're, hold it in. There's like always people in. at the counter too, like deep throating lipsticks and whatnot. And like I have to hold my pee in because I have to accommodate them, you know? But like there's no bathroom nearby and you get to go to an NYU bathroom. Well, but worth your college tuition, you know. That was like I They're always, paying me. I tell people I'm like the biggest alumni perk of NYU is that if you are in downtown Manhattan, you can find an NYU building anywhere and go in and piss or shit if you need to. So I was downtown last night and it was such A an scholar emergency. You are and you get to shit anywhere you want. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I didn't hadn't gone to NYU, I don't know what I would have done. I would have had to like go into like a Dunkin' Donuts. And that you would have just sucked. been shitting on the side of the road. I considered like <laughs> I was like, what? It was such an emergency that I, I, I had some pretty um, dirty thoughts in my head. But so I went to this NYU dorm. I went to Weinstein, Pete. Um, Downstein and with Weinstein it's nice because I, I get really scared I have like the opposite of a fake ID fear now of like I feel like I look too old and they're gonna know that I don't go there anymore <laughs> if I flash my ID they're gonna be like come here what year does that say oh wait so are you allowed or are you just kind of like getting by with it kind of getting by yeah but if you flash your ID, they don't look at the date. If they were like come over here, they'd see that I graduated. But would they really be like, no, you can't poop here? Some of them, That's some of the so guards. fucked up. But I know the buildings well, and yeah. this particular building, you walk in, and if you go down to the dining hall, anyone can go down. You don't have to show an ID to go down there. You just like go down to the dining hall. So you can eat, And the too? bathrooms are down there. No, you have to swipe oh, in. Oh, I was going to say, if you could get free food, too. No, could you imagine? Oh, my God. If someone, if a kid swiped me in, I could. I'd be like, yeah, make a copy for I'd, me. <laughs> yeah, I'd make you a copy of that ID. Um, but so I went down into the bathroom because it was free. And I did, I like sat there for like 10 minutes. It was like such a nice experience. And then I was leaving and I was washing my hands. And this girl was like, oh my God, I love your hair. And I was like, oh, thanks. Like, you know, I get that a lot. And yeah. so I was like, thank you. And then she was like, wait, no, like, so like what, pro do you use like product in oh it? God, and did you tell her about your friend who gives you the amazing shampoo? No, oh. I, I was, first of all, I was very like, I felt like the feeling you get when right after you masturbate and you feel like everybody's looking at you. Oh my God, like that's, you're ashamed. <laughs> that's how I felt. I was like, I just. Like, I did something bad. I did. <laughs> if you would have seen it, I did. So I was like, don't talk to me but so she was like do you put product in?" i was like oh no like it's, it's my natural hair she was like i love it oh my it's like really really pretty and like starts talking to was me she flirting with you well no i realized as i was talking to her i was like oh my god this is like your third day of being here you just like need to make friends oh and you were the wrong <laughs> and I'm like, dude i'm just here to shit you were the wrong friend to me well i think she you was like, like i just what if you just like said stop right here i know you're new i just came here to shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I should have said to her, like, listen, kid, I went here. I don't go here anymore. I'm actually way older than you think I am. I'm just here to poop. Have a great day at class. Good luck with writing the essay. She really thought she was about to make a new friend, and I was like... Oh, that's so sad, but yeah. so cool that you get to shit anywhere you want. Yeah, that's really the moral of the story, is that NYU allows you to shit No, that's amazing. Anywhere. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, you know, a, a different subject. I've been spending so much money... Like, it's so bad. I got my yeah. first overdraft fee. <laughs> like, so I, since I moved home, I was like, I don't need to pay rent. I'm not even going to, like, track the money that I'm using anymore because I had the app. I was tracking the money. So I've been spending at least once a week, and now I'm even using my PayPal credit. I don't even have a real credit card. I have a PayPal credit with a $250 limit. <laughs> your limit is $250. $250. I didn't even get approved for more than that. Oh. It's so fucked That's up. a bad sign. And that's why you're like, fee, you look amazing because I'm buying new clothes all the time. I try to never <laughs> repeat. I she had, got out of the car. I was like, yeah, you but look if you, awesome. If you look in my car, I'm really like, I have an overdraft. I, I looked at my bank account and I had negative like 450, I think. 450? Ne yeah, <laughs> not $4.50. I had negative $450. And then I was like, oh no, like how did that happen? How did I not know about that? And then they, then 
to make matters worse, like I'm already broke, they hit me with an $80 overdraft fee. Well, I was like, if I was like, obviously I couldn't afford anything that I was buying. You're gonna, you're gonna put eight. You're gonna put me in more debt now. Eighty yeah, dollars. That's what you. So I'm at the point. You get penalized when you I, take out I've money never, you don't have. I've, How dare you steal their money? Oh my god, I didn't. I didn't know that. Think about it from I've, their perspective. You just stole four hundred dollars. I know. I need to start managing my money a little bit better. But now I'm at the point where I'm. I'm sell. If you looked in the back seat of my car, I just have bags everywhere. Like I have to go sell my clothes. Like I'm going to sell my clothes to make more money. It's so good. You should. I mean, if you're buying, it's, it's, I always think about it like if I'm buying more clothes, there must be some clothes I can get rid of to make room for these clothes. Yeah. But I never really make money. The only money I have made off of clothes, actually, and you should take note, if you have designer jeans, you could take them to a thrift store I in the like city. I have like true religion jeans. Um, Those no. aren't designer. Not even good no, anymore. We're, no. I got Ed Hardy. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was like seventh grade clothes. Sinful. <laughs> Oh, you were always like Metro, Metro Park. Park. <laughs> yeah, that's where you I shop. I got Obey. Guess. Yeah. Oh, I have guest stuff. I you were always very gray diamond stud. Ooh. That's it's you. so funny you say that because I was going to do a gray diamond stud look for Goof Auntie today. And then I was like, maybe too much. No, your makeup looks really pretty. Thank you so much. Really pretty. I I yeah, I just good. bought, I just bought uh, some new makeup. Well, too. speaking yeah. of makeup, I, the other day I was like, you know how in the summer when you get tan, you're kind of like, oh my god, I'm like really naturally pretty <laughs> because you're tan. <laughs> yeah, like, that's well, that's why you, that's why I give spray tans because it, because it make, it's a big business because everybody wants to be tan. Right. Yeah. Well, I genuinely think like whenever I am tan, I can get away with being a little heavier than normal and like not wearing as much makeup it's because tr- it is true though because the darker you are, the thinner you look. Like it's like wearing black. Yeah. Oh, is it actually? It's, I mean, it makes sense in my head. Oh, okay. <laughs> I never heard anyone say that, but you right? Always, yeah. <laughs> you always say things so certainly. And I know I that you're just like saying it. I know. Manipulative. Well, so I was like, <laughs> I had a moment with myself the other day. I was like, I forget. John wasn't here, and it was like a Saturday, and I was like, gonna have a day in Central Park by myself, and I was like, <laughs> getting ready for the day, and I like put a dress on, and I was like. What if I just like go outside and like don't wear makeup today? What Ooh. if I just like don't wear makeup today? You know, I don't have many days like that. I never have days yeah. like that. But I was tan. I, I felt cute. You were feeling good. And I was like, maybe no makeup today. Pete, you relate. You have days like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I was like, but then I had a flashback to, um, and this is the reason why I will never not wear makeup. Oh no! Freshman year of college, um, John and I had just started dating. And I would sleep, we would sleep at each other's dorms. And this was back when you had like roommates where the bed was literally three feet away from you. Right? Yeah. You shared a literal bedroom with someone. I remember your one roommate, like you, right. Yeah. Well, she would, no, John's dorm was like literally the distance between us and the coffee table right That's now. That's not even Or right. like the end of That's the That's co- not right that humans should like, that living, was, like Brooks, like beach house. It was like that. Yeah. It <laughs> was actually like that. Had Brooks beach house. Hey, Brooke. Beds, <laughs> like literally mattresses everywhere. <laughs> it was literally the Manson house. We went down to the Manson house. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like she was. She had like down. Pete, do you know the culture of like the Jersey Shore? Um, I didn't either. I thought I did. Pete doesn't know the culture of the Jersey Shore. That's I like I did not know that I that's guess. what I was getting into when we went down there. Just it like this little. <laughs> Our friend Brooke had said to me and Sophia all summer, like, um, "You guys gotta come down the shore. I got a shore house. Like, it's in Manasquan, which is a town down the shore." I was like, "And it's a really sweet town. It's a nice town, but like, it's a whole different world." Well, in Manasquan. so my parents like drove me down the shore with our other friend Asha and we were driving down and they were going to drop us off and we pulled down her street and we're looking at all the houses and like the really pretty like three stories like wraparound porch gorgeous houses and then they were like we were pulling up and the address was 403 and we were like 401 and they're like oh it must be this next big one and I was like yeah and then we pull a little bit further and hiding between the two mansions <laughs> was a little um, bungalow a little and, and tiny it's, shed no, but it's really really cute from the outside for one person for, for one <laughs> there were 15 girls living in a two-bedroom apartment down the shore. There was actually only mattress on the floor. Like, you had to step on mattresses, and it was just a bunch of girls. Like, I walked in the next day after all of them yeah. went partying, and I just, like, went for a beach day. And this was the last time we recorded, and I walked oh, yeah, in. yeah, it was that and day. And then I was like, I just see all these girls, and they're all so, dr- they're, like, drunk from the night before. No, not, not Everyone even drunk. Everyone has makeup smeared all over their face. Oh, well, you came on Sunday. 
Sunday. I came the next day after your crazy night. I walked in with my parents on you Saturday. You were doing well that and day. And we walked in, and I'm not kidding you, like, it was a crack den. Like, <laughs> there was a bunch of young girls like sprawled on mattresses, dead, like passed away on these mattresses. And I, my mom and dad were with me and I was like, you were oh. like, mom, dad, come see like, Brooks Beach. <laughs> yeah, they were. And I was like, oh my God, like, oh no, what did I just get into? Because it li- if you've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it was literally like the scene when they go to the ranch and there the were, girls are just like dead on was, the ranch. There was cum all over the sheet. There was cum all over the sheet. It was, oh my God, like honestly PTSD. And I get there and this one girl is eating chicken noodles soup out of a ma- like massive Tupperware. Like that was this lifestyle. We just it was just do. like prom weekend all the time. At 23 though. It was so it was I scary. Feel, no, I feel like shitty talking, talking shit, about it. But like she's got to know that. It was the Manson house. And I mean like it is it is <laughs> I fun was ready it to is see fun needles. Maybe for a night. Yeah, it looked like there would be needles. Like when you see mattresses like that it looks like a crack house. But I know. like Come on. Oh, it was really. And then like, was, I remember it was a little scary. Then it was scary. It was and really I got, scary. And then we started railing on it. And then one of our other friends was like, it's actually like really good price for like what we got. And I was like, well, no, yeah, you're right. You're like, splitting it between 15 other people. They paid $15,000 for the summer each. Each? Oh, no, 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 Sorry. 1500 For the crack house? 1500 1500 each. Holy shit. That's so sad. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, so the makeup. Oh, the makeup, the makeup. So the story about how I'm not gonna. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, makeup. what were you saying about that? John's dorm freshman year. Oh, the beds were so close together. Yeah, that's what we were saying. So, um, so. Oh, and, and then why I, wouldn't you wear makeup again? No, I was. I didn't want to not wear makeup, especially because I had just started dating oh. John, and I was like, I was so sure that if he saw me without makeup, he'd break up with me. Oh my! Because <laughs> I was so eighteen. Because guys never think that. No. Well, so okay. So, <laughs> so I was like, I said to John that night because I had brought like my toothbrush and my makeup. Like it was like a real <laughs> sleepover. Like I was preparing for the next day. Because yeah. up until that point, we had like kept having quote unquote accidental sleepovers <laughs> where we just like fall asleep. But then I'd wake up with no toothbrush, rotten makeup. And I'd you were like, like doing touch ups as you slept. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, if we're actually gonna have a sleepover, I'm going to like properly take care of myself before I go to bed. This was like four and months And then you in. came, ex- you came out after you got out of the bathroom, you were exposed. I was well, like, no. this is the real me. <laughs> so, so I like, John was working on a paper or something out in the common area. And so I went into the bathroom to get ready to go to bed and his room, was working at his roommate's desk in the bedroom, like back to the rest of the room, yeah. facing his desk. So I went to go to the bathroom, I peed, I take off my makeup, and I come back in the room and I'm on my phone, and I lay in John's bed, I'm like, <laughs> you know, just laying there, and his roommate, Zach, turns around and was like, hey, you should check out the, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> he goes, whoa! And I was like, what? He was like, Oh, no, you just look really different. Wait, that's his, <laughs> that's his roommate said that? Yeah. Oh, my God. M, that is so traumatizing. I know, and he was, like, so one of And the kids. amount, that's so weird, though, because the amount of makeup that you wear is, like, not even close to a lot. Like, I wear a lot of makeup. No, at the time, I was wearing eyeshadow and eyeliner. Now I only wear mascara, but yeah. I, I wore more makeup on my eyes. Zach basically time. told me that I was like catfish when he met me. Because of the amount of, of makeup that I wear. <laughs> and I remember we talked a little bit about it over Tinder before like we actually met. He was like, do like a, you know, like do like less of a makeup look. Like I want to see like what you really look like. So of course I did. And he was like, um, and you know how he is, like very oh, matter he of factly. He got and he catfished? was like, he he no well maybe he did, and he was just like you you really just he's like you're beautiful. You just you really don't look anything like your pictures. <laughs> oh my god, it's, Wait, it's true though. I actually don't agree because even when you don't have makeup, my on, angles are. Oh my god! And then how about that girl what? who um, <laughs> the girl she actually promoted our podcast a little bit. What's her name? Orgasmic? Orgasmic. Oh, well, it's good you bring it up because we got to shout her out. Oh, my God. Love you, Orgasmic. But why in the world would you say that I look like Anne Hathaway and Princess Diaries' best friend? Oh, no. And that's not the first time I got <laughs> I it. I know that Lily. Lily. That is so fucked I was like, oh, my God. I'd rather look like Shailene Woodley. Like, that is so not fair. Yeah, that's no, that's not nice. But now she you- like literally has a this kind of face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like- Do you understand now why I get offended by Shailene Woodley? It's not that she, that girl is ugly. It's more of no, like, no. I don't want to think I look like her. Well, no, um, 
Shailene Woodley is not ugly, and she always plays like the babe in, in movies. No, um, she always plays Lily, like the average Lily, plain Jane. No, um, Lily from Princess Diaries <laughs> was literally the loser nerd. She was the loser nerd. But you also look just like Amy Winehouse. So who really wins here? <sighs> crack, crackhead. I belong in Brooks Crack House. Yeah, <laughs> you belong in the Manson Shore House with Coke um, all over my nose. So underneath all of this makeup right now, though, my face is orange. Oh, because of your electrolysis? Oh, my God, this lady. And so I went for two treatments so far, and I didn't realize. I thought electrolysis was permanent hair removal. Like, you have to go for maybe three treatments, and then it's permanent. I looked it up, and this lady finally told me that I'm going to have to maybe go for, like, at the most three years every week. Wait, what? I was like, what? I was like, you I'm didn't have know to- that before signing up for no, it. No, but now I'm in it, so I have to just keep going. And she was like, maybe we could do like every two weeks, and then eventually once a month. Wait, how much does it cost every time? Uh, eighty. 80, so I paid 80 last week, 80 this week, and I'm, I got an overdraft fee, and I'm fucked, but I have to get Sophia. rid of the hair on my face. Whatever. So basically, if you don't know see what electrolysis is, they take a needle, a needle with a probe, they shove the needle into your hair follicle, and they zap you with a current, and it kills your hair follicle. You would think it would work immediately, and it it hurts like a bitch. I was sitting there, like, crying my eyes out oh my as God. she tried to, like, talk to me, and I was like, ah! Yeah, like, I, I would have I'm actually gonna put I couldn't. On my but the cream that easier. she gave me, and I don't know if it's because she's just darker skin, so she didn't realize because it looks like the cream she gave me looks like the equivalent of like the MAC makeup for darker skin. So I don't know if she realized, but I put it on my face and it was brown. And I was like, whatever, it's brown. It's gonna do the job. It's probably antiseptic. It's gonna work. I put it on my face. I wake up the next morning. My face is literally stained orange. So I'm, I have to walk around. I was like, I have to put makeup on every day and I wasn't even supposed to wear makeup. So underneath oh. all this, this cat fish i'm just orange now i'm like an I oompa thought it, loompa i thought it wasn't i thought you said it hadn't stained no no it did stain i have makeup from here to like my neck oh my god yeah it's stained i'm orange i'm an orange for how long uh i'm not gonna ex- no still use I, that lotion i think i have to i mean it's Can't better to give you a, dark, a lighter one i told her so i i finally told her i was like yeah i didn't realize that the lotion you gave me was orange and she was like orange and I was like, yeah, like it, it's brown. It's, or, it's brown or orange. It looks orange when it goes on my skin. She was like, oh, you just put a little bit on before bed. And I was like, no, that's what I did. It's, it's orange. And she was did like, you put too much she's on? like, oh, no, no. I put like a. This sounds like you're getting scammed. Oh, well, it seems. Sophia, $80 a week for no, three I, years. No, I looked it up. She it's doesn't actually, even know. It's actually normal. That's actually normal. That's the actually stain? cheap. Well, not the stain. The stain's not normal. The fact that she doesn't know that she gave you orange staining lotion? She didn't explain the electrolysis well, but I could tell that what she's doing is right because I looked online. I checked into it. No, it's a good place. It's just like my face is stained orange now, and I'm like, that's just another thing. I I have like mucus and sinuses and now an orange (laughs) face. You have so much. I have a lot of shit. Going on. Full grown. Well, not. I don't have a beard anymore, so that's a plus. I know, but you have to go once a week to make sure you don't have it. I know. It's a lot of work. It is, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's okay. an hour of just getting your f- face electrocuted. Like, wh- like wh- in what world? Uh, in the Well, if you had a beard, you would do anything to get rid John of it. John just started shaving his beard completely because he's in a movie. And it's like he literally has skin like mine. Like he shaved all the way, Whoa. which I haven't seen him shave like that. And it makes a man look very young. I was like, John, you just shaved five years off of your life. But then I was Did like. Did you like it? Yeah, I did like it. I told him, I was like, <laughs> I prefer a man with scruff. That's just me. Because you like a man. I like a man. A man, a burly man. I like a burly man. <laughs> but then I realized when I was kissing him, I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize. I would, if we would like make out, I would walk away from it with like hives on my face. Oh yeah, no, because I'm Because I was same making way. out with an exfoliator. Yeah, I'm the same way. I get hives from just about anything. And if I'm having an <laughs> intense makeout sesh, I always come out of it. We, like look into <laughs> yeah. each other's eyes and my face is just hived up. Fat fucking lip. Yeah. Like a golf ball hit me in the face. It literally looks like I stained my face orange. Do you remember I used to be, I didn't know, I don't know if I'm allergic to alcohol a little bit, but when I would drink, I would be at like the high school parties and I'd just have a fat lip. Like, wait, really? You don't remember that? that? No. I I have a picture at like a high school party of this like hive on my lip just from drinking. I thought it was from vodka, but now I drink vodka and I'm fine. No, it was probably something else. But happening. I do take an antihistamine every day. Oh, so that's So I don't really helps. get hives anymore. 
Pete's growing in a little bit of a beard now, and I like it. Yeah, it looks nice I think on you, Pete. it's a good Pete. look on you, Pete. Yeah. yeah. A little scruff is always does I a think, man good. I always think that, too. I think that, like... A 23-year-old boy with scruff is good. Yeah, I agree. That's always good. But I think that might also just be, like... I also then look at any any guy in show business, because, like, John's... The reason why he had to do it is because he's acting. And if you look at most, like, actors and, like, people on TV... Clean-shaven. Clean-shaven. And then as soon as they get off TV, they grow a massive beard because they don't want to shave. Why are they clean-shaven in I movies? No, I don't get it. Yeah, that's actually really weird. Like, if you think about, like, actors in movies... Is he playing, movies, like, a heartthrob? Like, a no, Prince Charming? No, he's actually playing... It's more to make him look younger than anything because he's playing uh, someone who's, like, in college or... Uh, and you know what? High John, school? John actually does look, like, older than his age. John looks way older than his age. Yeah, he, he does. He, but then without the beard, he kind of looks more like the cherub baby that he is and so i think that's why they need him to shave it off so cute em you always talk about him in this just in this adorable way yeah well i love you could just hear the love in your voice i uh, yeah i really love him you love him so much i do he's starting filming the movie tomorrow i'm very (gasps) oh my camera went off the camera was like don't talk about john he doesn't want you to talk about the movie but now it's going again perfect anyway can you imagine like if i was in a movie and they were like you have to shave your beard (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they're like you're gonna have to shave your beard for this one you could grow it out after <laughs> but we won't cast you unless you shave it um <laughs> something i do want to do real quick is i want to like if anybody who listens needs any book recommendations i just want to talk about what i've oh, read yeah, lately yeah. i think I'll, I'll talk about some of mine too yeah okay cool <laughs> you don't like my books though well because you read like motivate your life books you don't like all that? the books you read are like oh, yeah. here's how to be better wherever at life. you go there i am <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, like, no. wherever you go there you are there you the are the power of now power you are a badass. badass the second one <laughs> yeah you have every day them. yeah it's do you have the little book too? i love the little book the you are the badass every day you are a badass every day yeah 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 <laughs> that's that. those are your books of like, i love that you're always posting shit on your story of like all you have to do is take the negative and replace <laughs> it with the positive and be the sunshine well because i fucking need it no. i need it and it's like it's really it's really good for people to hear that every day i think that it's my full-time job i'm always working on myself it might be a little bit too much no i i agree and i think it's very healthy <laughs> like, i woke up this morning and I wrote like everything I loved about myself, everything I loved about my job, everything. <laughs> and like all my aspirations and dreams. I did that this morning. See, I feel like whenever I do that, that's a sign that I'm not doing too great. <laughs> no, I think I've been doing better because no, of it. No, but whenever I, because there was a time when I was working at Babe. When I would like get, get off the train on my way to work and actually out loud would go, I love my job. I love my job. I am happy. I love my Wait, job. I, and then I think back and I'm like, I was so miserable. <laughs> like, I was trying to convince Wait, do myself. You think, do you think that? I, no, I'm not miserable at all. I think I really do love my job, but I'm like, I want to enforce it. I want to, yeah. you know? No, I. Say it. Saying it more is believing it, you know? I hear you. And I think that like there are, I go through phases. Like I have phases where I totally do that in the morning. Yeah. And then I think right now I'm just probably in one where I don't as much but I actually also do it on my stories so I guess that you're kind performing of, about it yeah I perform about it but I perform about it a little bit but I do it mostly for myself I've been meditating a lot again which feels so good oh, that is good and like I've finally gotten into a state where when I'm meditating like I'm actually not thinking of anything and I just like start focusing on my feet and I feel a little tingle See? I'm like oh my god my feet are tingling my feet are there my, my hands are there Throat chakra, my beard. I'm alive! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I want to get into yoga, because I feel like that'll put me more in touch with my body. Yeah, yeah, yoga's really nice, but I don't like having to hold a pose. Yeah, yeah. And then trying to, I'm like, I'm present, but I'm miserable because my body hurts. I've actually never done yoga, so I can't even talk. You've never done yoga? Never in my life. Um, what? I know. But you are so, you're so naturally present, I must say. You're always just like in the moment. Am you're, I? Yeah. I guess. I guess. So. I think you're always like, mi- like taking steps towards your future, but you're pretty like in the moment. You're present. I've been working on that, so thank you. Yeah, I've been working on trying. Brooke said hey, that to hey, me when M. we went to the Manson house. M. She was like, "You're very what, present." What books are you reading? Oh yeah. <laughs> so I just have some book recommendations. I really, um, I didn't realize the other day because last night I was trying to convince John. His dad had sent him a quote about books, and he said it out loud, and I was like, "Yeah." Um, check out the library over there, pull, pick one out and read one. His dad said some quote about how like 
you cannot be fulfilled in life unless you read something like one of those things of like the best reader, writer, reader. Writers, <laughs> readers. So he sent him one of those and I was like, because I'm, I'm a bookworm. I've got a new book every two weeks. I plow yeah. through my books. I need to start reading stories. Yeah, yeah, and I really like fiction and the reason, because I used to read, like I read Michelle Obama's book and Amy Schumer and like Amy Poehler's. I I'll, read Amy Poehler's book. I'll that was really good. i those. I like those memoirs, but like really what my favorite thing to read is is fiction because it's really fun enhancing your life with a story and like it's kind of like your own little secret world with like your secret friends that you're like spending Aww. time with every day. No, I mean, it, it's like movies are two hours and that's it. That a is book, the cutest way to look at it. Like a secret world with secret friends. The characters are your friends. They're your friends and you you get close to them and like you get very involved in their lives and like That's what people do with your stories. What? Like you're their friend. Oh, my Instagram story? Yeah. yeah, I mean, in a way, like you yeah. want to keep up with what's going on exactly. with these people. Keeping up with Emily. And a good book will take you into that world and create a space that you feel like you're a part of and you become invested in. And so that being said, I, I do, because John had said to me, he was like, you, he was like, do you have any like history books? And I realized that like most of my books over there, aside from the memoirs, they are all fiction, like story fiction stories that's what you like to read that's what i like to read so if i'm going to recommend a couple books i'm going to say a little life if you haven't read it yet read it now by hanya yanagihara great name <laughs> she's the editor of new york magazine i think um or like culture at new york times or something um the house of impossible beauties by joseph Cassara. i think that's his name that's an amazing amazing did book. you read all these I've, books i've read all I, every book you see over there i've read and that's so nice um that book is about it's like your shrine of books it is it's my library it's so cute i want to get a little stamp that i could stamp the book i do like want Emily a bookshelf of all my inspirational books oh i'll be your motivate your life <laughs> i'm gonna read a freud book Freud would be interesting. No, I'm going to read a Freud book. I was I talking um, to my psychologist about this because he's always like, Sophia, you know, you're, he's like, you deserve a degree. You should go. He's like so motivational with me. He's mm -hmm. like one of, he's like Eckhart Tolle from The Power of Now. Like yeah. he's always inspiring me to do more. Well, that's and good. It's really great. He's like, I call him um, Dumbledore because he's like my 90 year old psychiatrist. Yeah. Um, I, well, I was going to say about that, like, I think there's a, a good thing about, well, let me just quickly ramble off some titles. Um, three women read that amazing normal people. And right now I'm reading ask again. Yes. Which is really good so far. Anyway. Um, I'm so, going to read the medical medium. What is that? <laughs> the medical medium, um, is a book all about, I'm going to talk about my book now. <laughs> it's a book all about <laughs> Epstein Barr. <laughs> Epstein Barr. Um, it's a virus that you get after mono and he talks about how he is. So he is a medical medium. He got in touch with spirit as a child. He calls him spirit. He was God. able, I guess maybe, but spirit came to him as a child and he had an old man image. He was like an old man and he told him that his grandmother had cancer. So ever since he's been the medical medium and apparently spirit told him that the, the cure to all ailments is celery juice. <laughs> okay, see, this is when you kind of lose me a little no, bit. No, but it's true. If you pe People know who the medical medium is. Everyone in the yoga does world actually- Does he like actually, go cure people? He's Yeah, he does. Okay. He's like crazy famous. Celery and juice. Celery, so, and all ailments are also due to the liver. So everybody's liver needs to be cleansed and celery ju juice does that. So you need to have a glass a day in the morning, wait 30 minutes, cleanse yourself. And I was doing it. And I knew that there was something wrong because after I did it, I had like really bad diarrhea. And that means that like your liver, it's a hot liver. It's oh, hot. It's, it's overactive. So it was cleansing me. And then I stopped oh. doing it because it's too hard to juice every morning, clean the juicer. But medical medium's onto something. Okay. Well, that's something Read the medical medium. Of. Can't. Okay. Medical medium. Mm -hmm. Um. I was going to say about your psychologist wanting you to read the, a lot of these like books about like, you know, motivational books. Yeah. A lot of the time I feel like what though it's good to read some of those, but like what fiction stories do for me is they kind of like provide me with a, another relatable story of the human condition of like you, you read these books and the way that like, like these characters and their anxieties and their habits and their thoughts are talked about makes you feel so much less alone in mm -hmm. the world, I guess. This yeah, sounds like so, I sound like such a nerd, but like, I think that fiction storytelling does what 
it these psychology books are supposed to do without explaining it. it like actually does make you feel like a part of the world and like a human and like you can relate to yeah. these stories but that's why it's fiction <laughs> what <laughs> fiction is fiction true or not true not true uh not true. It's not true. So that's why it's fiction. I mean, you're saying it's relatable and everything, but then it's it's they're living these lives, but it's just not even true. No, three women was nonfiction. So you read a nonfiction book. Yeah, I did, did you mention it? I said three women <laughs> three by women. Lisa Tadeo. <laughs> three really women. Book. Anyway, I'm really kind of done with talking about books. I know that was a really long segment about books. That was a long segment <laughs> <laughs> about books. <laughs> Pete um, was like, no thanks. Um, I want to. I want to travel soon, like with you. I would. Love I to would travel. love to travel, but like I've been thinking, we're like, going to the a last wedding. time we traveled. It wasn't a good trip, literally. Oh, shrooms! I literally lost my shit in LA. Yeah. Like I like really died and came back to life. We did shrooms together the last time we <sighs> took a vacation, and you were on the best trip of your life. But that's because I don't have my core is sunshine. So when I take a psychedelic... I thought I was in a really good place. No, but you've got a lot of darkness to you. Oh, fuck. You think? Yeah, I think you know I it. do. No, I do have a lot of darkness, but I think that I can tell when I'm in a good spot. And I was like, I'm ready to take it. You I'm know ready what, to though? pop the shroom like a piece of popcorn, and I'm going to go on the best trip of my life. And then I remember sitting on the chair. Emily's looking at all these pictures. She's like, the pictures are moving. They and I was were. like, they were oh, moving. no. And I just felt my brain go to mush. And it was like darkness washed over me. I went. I tried to fall asleep. The, the, the fucking walls were closing in on me. <laughs> you came in the room, and your face was red. You yeah. had <laughs> blocky eyebrows. You said my eyebrows were like sliding off my face. <laughs> so it was... The scariest. I wanted to try and help life. you and be like, "Fee, it's okay. It's gonna." But we should also also mention I'll that show I'll show. we took double the amount you're supposed to by accident. So that well, no, it wasn't by accident. I remember you guys. Well, Austin told me that I had to take that much to feel anything. No, I remember. <laughs> no, I remember. It was a discussion that we didn't remember how much oh, the normal you know amount what? was. That one guy didn't take his serving, so we went ahead and we took it. And no, but before we even took his, we all took double the amount we we're supposed to take. Oh I remember God. finding that out of like, oh, last time we took half this. And then you, you like people talk about how they learn from that experience. Like every bad trip is like, a, there's literally sweat dripping down my leg. Every bad trip is like a learning experience and you'll become like some people say they become enlightened from their bad trips. Yeah. And I'm like, I was literally scrubbing with dish soap. My eye, my face was melting. I was looking in the mirror. My face was melting. Oh my God. The scariest experience of my life. But yeah, we should travel. Maybe we shouldn't <laughs> do shrooms, but we should travel. I actually have been meaning, I, I really want to do shrooms sometime again soon because they've, the, yeah. like, what they do for me emotionally in the moment is like so incredible. Have you done shrooms, Pete? Acid? I'm scared of acid. Well, you know what? I remember not even said, um, not who you know she was like you should try acid if you didn't like shrooms and i was like what isn't acid supposedly like you it's harder to have a bad experience on it than shrooms or is that not true I don't know. yeah i don't really know exactly i feel like they're the both trips you could have a really bad trip on either one acid has more peaks and valleys oh so it's uh, yeah right up and down, and then not at well, all. Well, that was what yeah. shrooms was too, though. Yeah, uh, when actually, you're coming down from it, it's like you're oh, you're go having like little trips. Yeah, little mini trips on the way, which down. was fine. I wasn't my, you know what? It might have been too much because I just remember I am one hundred percent certain that we took before we even took the guy's extra serving yeah. of it. We took double. Gabby was taking my sister. Gabby took shrooms. She put it in tea, and it was so cute. And she was like actually functioning like normally. I was like, I don't know. How, I was holding on to the bed frame for dear life. Like yeah. I was literally like no, I remember being taken I on a roller so coaster. Bad for you. I thought everyone was gonna rape me. <laughs> oh, that's so scary. I was like, don't rape me. I was so scared. And then I was like, hug me. Yeah. Get away. <laughs> I remember going into the room and like really trying to look you in the eyes and be like, Fee, it's I, me. And your face was red. Was red and your hair yeah. turned to like like horns. A lot of people, well, because I'm Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you have horns sometimes. Your bangs turn to horns. Bangs maybe maybe horns. your earrings went on your head. Yeah. <laughs> I um I 
A lot of people were scared of me that night on that trip. I feel like I do have a quality Austin about didn't me. didn't talk to you for the rest yeah, of the Yeah, it, like, it like hurt one of my friendships. So the Amazon is burnt to bits. <laughs> <laughs> so not funny, but good change of subject. Oh my God, it's literally like burning down. That's li- like the lungs of our, our fucking country. I- of our, or our world. planet. Or a planet. <laughs> yeah, I don't, like, that kind of stuff is kind of like, how is it possible that that could be going on and, like, we're all still kind of going about our lives? I know, it's really scary. And also I read that, like, it was, like, a government idea and, like, farmers were burning it down. Like, it wasn't just, like, a forest fire. Like, it was actually, like... What? A, I don't know if that's just a conspiracy. I did read it on Salon.com. <laughs> wait but is that people, true no but there's a lot of people saying that that like Have farmers that? farmers like set the fires i haven't read really much about it have you you want to sit here and look it up or no. do you want to just trust i uh, salon.com salon.com said it so if you Pete's look it up look yeah it up. look it up i remember seeing that it was like seeing something about like they didn't even want to accept money for aid but I don't remember seeing that they started. We didn't I, start I, the fire. I, I, I read that farmers were burning it down. Ouch. But I mean, I mean that's terrible. Why would they do that? That's terrible for. I don't know why they Inside would do it. Job? It's a government. Well, no, it's a government thing. And in Brazil, they need like more money, so they're trying to build like where the Amazon is. So they were trying to burn the Amazon down. So they I could don't build think they tried. I think it? they really did. I don't know if I'm just believing the conspiracy. I think it might be true. I don't know, Sophia. That's like, it was like a pretty Pete damaging thing. Salon.com. CNN, okay. CNN definitely more trustworthy. CNN than, is going to be more trustworthy. What is Salon.com? I don't know. I just I I was reading about the Amazon and that's what I was reading it off of. I feel like I really am never up with the news. I'm How not does everybody you, find out about shit? I'm not usually either, but I I don't know. My mom just kind of tells me stuff and then I look it up real yeah. quick. But I was also reading about um, it's like a new kind of cemetery that they're gonna do, and it's ki- it kind of goes hand in hand with um, the Amazon because huh? it's go- no, it's gonna it's gonna bring a lot of oxygen onto the earth if people start donating their ashes to this new kind of cemetery and they grow redwood trees and they use your ashes as fertilizer, all it costs is twenty seven hundred dollars. But oh, like, well. no, but like instead of like. Because it's taking up all this space to have all of these graves. like tombstones and graves. I always thought that grow too, a redwood like, tree, yeah, and use ashes as turn yourself you into get, life, yeah, and then turn it into life, and then we'll have all these new trees, and we won't like our earth won't be that. falling apart. Um, but it just makes me so sad. I'm like, why would like the government really doesn't care? I know I, about global I, I, I warming. It kind of felt like such a weird thing. Of like, why did I find out about this via Instagram? And no news channel seems to really be talking about it. The only thing they would be talking about is how like it took over social media for like two days. But I always feel like whenever I see shit like that, I'm like, and John and I have talked about this before. I always feel like, did I like miss a class or something that like everybody else took? And like I'm just like out of the loop. I always feel out of the loop on like every single news I, cycle. I'm like, what? Where did everyone learn about these things? I think it's just your phone. Like, there's people... Because, you know, like, on our phones every day, like, mm-hmm. there's, the news is, right, like, all the highlights from the yeah. news. Like, we could do... It's like your good daily morning. But a lot of them are pretty boring. Oh. Like, this it woman... This woman saved her cat from a tree. I got I a know. lot of those headlines. I know, but yeah, I mean... And then it'll be, like, I'm trying fu- to be shooting. a little bit more, like, up to Conscious, date with, yeah. the, with the news because I think it's important and... My my book told me to do it, so I'm trying to do well, it. Well, and and that's where we say bless the book, bless the book, because it's like you should. It's it really it's it's fucked up if you don't yeah. like if you don't care about the world. No, I know. I try and like in the mornings I'll listen to NPR's podcast like of the day. Isn't news. it sad that we're like forcing ourselves to do that though? No, because I think I do care about the Amazon though. I'm gonna say that I I don't think it. I think it's one of those things where you kind of have to force yourself to start doing it to realize it's really good for you to do it because it's kind of like dieting. Of like the beginning, you're like I don't want to do that, yeah. and you're forcing yourself. But then once you're in it, you're like my life is better this way. Yeah. So like I think listen, like paying attention to the news, I always feel better when I like feel like I'm part of the world that yeah. I live in. No, it's important to do. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing. For sure, <sighs> I also make sure now I got into a habit of watching live with Kelly and Ryan in the morning. <laughs> What's that? I don't even know what that is. Were you just like Kelly? Kelly Ripa? Yeah, Kelly and Ryan. I never watched that before. I think that's a waste of my time. 
I, you know why I think I watch it? Because when I was but I in like the Bachelor in Paradise, so oh, I love Bachelor. Bachelor in Paradise, Paradise is the bomb. It's pretty. A good. majority of my therapy session was about Bachelor in Paradise. Really? Yeah, my eight-year-old um, psychiatrist is watching Bachelor in Paradise. Really? Yeah, he's watching it. He was. It's like, like the most popular season it's ever been. It's pretty interesting, and yeah. they're doing a lot of things. Like Demi came out, and she has like a lesbian girlfriend, and that's huge for the show that because very they've big. never had a lesbian on the show. Like Bachelor Nation is making a positive turn this season yeah that was always kind of my problem with the show was like how yeah. heteronormative it is yeah and like even with race too they, there should are so many a, problems. they should definitely make like a gay bachelor they have to yeah they really should is there not a show like but that then, yet no but i feel like if they made gay bachelor like everyone who was on it would just start hooking up with each other well that's exactly what bachelor is anyway no, but Bachelor in Paradise is, but like gay, like Bachelor and Bachelorette, like none of the contestants want to make out with each other. Like if you had oh, the gay Bachelor. but that bachelor, would be so much better. But everybody no, would want to see then, that. It'd be like one big orgy. But, but And yeah, that's but, why I watch Bachelor in Paradise. I know, but then it wouldn't be The Bachelor. It would be Bachelor in Paradise gay. Love it. I love it too. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I am so on board. I feel like I love... Um, I love, never mind, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> what were you going to say? Now you have to say it. No, I I, I don't want to say because it, it doesn't really make sense. Okay, well, I definitely want to be The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should go on I'm the gonna show. I'm going to do it. I'm I, gonna think do, I think I, I was a serial dater for long enough that I could finally, and like once I am The Bachelorette because I'm manifesting it, like I think that we should delete this episode because I can't be saying that, you know? To, what? to the audience that I want to be the bachelor like I'm supposed to be on the bachelor first and then I have to pretend that I really want to be like in a relationship and I want to get married at the end of this what what would you want out of being on the bachelor clout <laughs> <laughs> Instagram followers it's it's really See, egotistical like that and everybody that's on the show really I know wants and that. that's why it's like there's some part and if of there is love that comes out of it wonderful that's great but you cannot go into it thinking that this person you they probably filmed for what a month you can't go into it thinking that you're gonna fall in love in a month and want to get married to someone yeah i mean knowing um, me i'm so crazy that like me, like girls are crazy girls like meet someone and they're like oh my god i want to get married but see i guess that it's kind of just yeah i think a lot of girls do go on it for that reason like because they actually think they really find do love I think a, a decent amount of them are like, what if I do find... But I, There's a chance, always. My problem with the show is that... And the reason why I can't really fully get invested is that I want to watch it and, like, follow a love journey. But since it's become such a thing of, like, everyone's on there for clout, it kind of makes it a little less fun for me to watch, even though I know it, that. Yeah, but I know I still know it, and I still watch it, and I still love it. And I think that yes, everybody goes on it for clout, but they like people do catch feelings on the show. Well, I know because they're all young, attractive. I like Bachelor in Paradise adults way more than the actual Bachelor. Me me too, me too. Because I can believe that more. Everybody has a chance at a like. There's little relationships everywhere. Yeah. Whereas on the Bachelor, it's it's like there's no way all 27 of these women are into this one guy. Or yeah, vice and versa. I honestly you know I mean? don't know if when you try out, you know who you're trying you out don't. for. And these girls come on the show and they're like, so like day one of meeting the guy, they're like, like once I, I found really... out that you were the bachelor, I knew that I was going to come on the show. Yeah. And it's like, no, you, no, you didn't. And no, you didn't. all of them are like, he's just like such a great guy. And like, <laughs> I really see a future with it. Can I steal you for a second? Sorry. Can <laughs> I, I just, love that. Can I, steal, can I steal him for a second? I would be so good at that. I know. I'd be called, oh, you're talking to him? Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, I'll bring him right back. I'll bring yeah. him right back. I'll bring him right He back. wants to come with me. I'm just going to steal him for one second. Um, I'm like, how are you doing? I know this must be crazy for you. <laughs> <laughs> There's so this many girls so falling all yeah. over you. <laughs> but that, that's why I really liked Love Island. I never watched that. You watched Love Island, Pete? I just started watching the UK. The UK version, season one? Is it good? Season five or something? Is it's it the actually, same? You know why I like it? I feel like British people are way less fake than Americans. Like, Pretty much any reality show in America, you go on that show to get famous. Like, period. It's yeah. very obvious. Yeah. But these British people, it, they're kind of just, like, fucking around. <laughs> and, like, when you watch Love Island, they're, like, they 
there's it's like Bachelor in Paradise in that there's always like a, a match and you couple up with people. Yeah. And also they just feel so much more like trashy and raw, <laughs> whereas Bachelor is so like glamorous and feels like they're just trying to get their own show on E. Yeah. So it takes away a little bit of like the rugged authenticity. Yeah. There for are me. sometimes that I'm watching it and the episodes are real long and I'm just like, oh my god, they've all been having the same conversation for hours. They're yeah. just like, you know, like I just want to know, like I want to be transparent with you and like I just want to see where our relationship is gonna yeah. go and I'm like you guys just met and you're talking about like the future with your relationship like what are you talking about yeah you know I think if I were to go on The Bachelor if they were to ever have gay bat if I was in a world in which I was single um that was weird how I phrased that in if, a world in which I was single in uh, a, if I was single yeah yeah and I were to go on The Bachelor in a world in which <laughs> in a I world am, in which I was single. I'm reading too many She's books. She's reading fiction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, if I were to go on The Bachelor, I would do it. I would do Gay Bachelor. I would not go on would Straight you Bachelor. I'd bring prom? the guitar and say, <laughs> yeah. "If once I knew you were the Bachelorette, I said I got to take my guitar and I'm gonna sing you a song." You would serenade. I, I would serenade. Emily. You did I'd freestyle serenade. rap. I'd be like, "What's up? My Someone name already is did Emily. That I'm this here. Season. Someone already did that. All right. season. I'm not surprised." But I do think I would way rather try and win a girl's heart. I think on TV, I could easily win a girl's heart, but I could not win a guy's heart. I mean, you did already win a girl's heart once before. <laughs> oh, in real life. In real life. I know, yeah. I know, and I really, you're good at that. I really didn't treat that as I should have. No, I you're was, a fucking player. I was like. Because Emily does go both ways. We know that. Mm -hmm. And when she, when she, her lesbian side is a player. I know. I really become such a top and an asshole. Oh my god, you are like really You're BDE times big <laughs> BPE. If that's big puss energy. I do. <laughs> like when I was dating that girl, we would like walk on the street together, and I would like fucking hold her waist and be like, "You're mine." Like I was such like a top. Um, but oh, she, she I, I feel you. like I, she did love me, and I feel really bad that I. If she ever hears this, I'm again. I'm so sorry. Me and M were both using our Goofanti Instagram to stalk our. I exes. check in now and then. We all check in. I Everybody check in. checks in with their exes. But you know what? She has me blocked on everything still, which like confirms for me that like it's. She, well, that's it's why we have to use Goofanti. But you are checking on someone that you have blocked. <laughs> that's, I know that's it means different. that I have no self-control yeah <laughs> mine is like why do you still have me block let me see what's going on I have no self-control at all I was um, like I'm gonna block on everything and then I'm like fuck and I then I'm still gonna look and it's like I could have unblocked on my page and just done it yeah I, I think I think that blocking Sometimes you have to though but I think that having someone blocked completely shows that you still care because I remember unblocking when John and I were broken up I unblocked him because I was like I don't want him to think I still care even though he totally did. But yeah. I was like, I don't want him to know that I care, so unblock. Sometimes, yeah. And like, I think sometimes you have to block though because you, it, you need to do it for yourself. Oh, no, I had him block like, for a it, year. Of course, yeah, of course you care, but like you you have to block. I It it's took good, me. It was good for me to block. I, I stand by you. It took yeah. me an entire year to yeah, unblock Not him. blocked anymore though. You unblocked? I unblocked. So because I, I'm good now. Yeah, okay. But I needed the block for a while. See, and I'm still on block. And I like there I think I'm just I feel so I truly do think like I am a good person and as much as a fuckboy I become when I go gay, I really do think like I have the best of intentions. Yeah. And the truth is is that like since the day I met John, I've been in love with him, and like that never went away. And oh even when God. I was single, you talked about him every day yeah. while you were broken up. And it's glaringly obvious. But if you just meet me and you're like a romantic partner, you don't know that I'm still in love. Like, and I didn't even want to admit to myself. Like, I wanted to see a world in well, which I could be. Because if it's not, if the relationship isn't working out, then you're trying to get over. You're trying to get over right. that, and you know? so like, but so you were trying to but move I, on. I always had a low level, um, like in the back of my head, always was in love with him, and so I, I feel so bad because, with this girl specifically, I really, I, I really did like, and I really had such a great time with her, but I feel so bad because she got such the wrong idea about me because as soon as we broke up, like within the same, like, like in two weeks. John and I got back together and or no there's a little oh. more more of a gap but it just looked so but especially because well it looked like exactly what it was 
<laughs> was that I tried dating a girl and was like, nope, back That's to my ex. Literally exactly what it was. Yeah. I know, but I just I so what I'm trying to say is I think that I still carry the guilt of like she this looks so bad and I want her to believe that I'm not a bad you person. You wanted to be, I think you really wanted to be her friend. I do and I know the it's fact- It's not gonna happen. I, it's not gonna happen <laughs> and I have to accept that but I, it's so hard for me to live with the fact that there is a girl out there walking around thinking that Emily Wilson is a rotten cunt and I guess you kind of have to get over that. Like yeah. people are not gonna like you but like every part of me wants to like shake her and be like, I swear to God I'm a nice person and yeah. that like- that she's not really gonna believe it me. though because you burned her so bad. I burned her. You burned her beyond what I'm willing to say. On the yeah, podcast. she was like I. I took a hot scorching pot and smacked it. On yeah, her forehead. yeah, yeah. She's like in the fire. She's oh. in the flames and she's burnt to crisp. Yeah. She's a piece of like ciabatta bread. That's <laughs> yeah. like in she's the a oven. Parmesan crisp. Yeah. <laughs> she's a crisp. You might want to dip that in some cool dip to cool down oh your crisp. Oh my god! Put some ice cubes on it. Put some pour the water. <laughs> put out the fire. <laughs> oh man well all that to say i'm really happy hey, in my hey, relationship hey, now oh hey, it's the end of goofanti mm. <laughs> wait we should wait hold huh. your mic up i'm gonna play a chord and then that'll be the end of the episode thank you to everyone <clears throat> for listening sorry that um sorry to the girl i hurt this song's for you <laughs> And thank you for listening. Um, we love you all. Here's here's one chord. It's chord G. Sophia's so close. Emily is not a lesbian anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Goofondi out. Goofondi out. <laughs>